It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. One of the biggest things is vetting who you're investing with, which is the scariest part, because I'm going to tell you, I've invested with some folks that turned out not to be the best idea. Just wasn't good. Transparency is key. So if you ask people a question and we know how to talk to people, you talk to somebody, don't get scared because they're talking numbers. Don't get scared because they're talking things you don't really understand. That's okay. They should be able to make you understand it. This is one of my biggest things about medicine. When you go to the doctor, the doctor should be able to make you understand, help you understand what they're talking about. It's not rocket science. You can understand it. (laughs) They're not trying to help you understand it. I wouldn't go there. I would Mm. just go to the next one. Welcome to the Share the Wealth Show, where minority professionals can learn to escape the racial wealth gap and catapult themselves into abundance. Your host, Nicole Pendergrass, grew her net worth from being negative to multiple six figures. Join her on her investigative mission to expose secret strategies of the wealthy so we can all have the tools needed to build the life and legacy we were created to possess. Now it's time for the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of the Share the Wealth Show. This is the show where we discuss strategies on how to grow, build, and protect minority wealth. And today we're going to do something a little different. We actually have a ton of great episodes in our archives. Since the inception of the show, I had the pleasure of talking to so many phenomenal people, and I want their information and the strategies and tips and mindset that they have to be shared with the world. And I don't want it to be buried in the past, right? So today is Flashback Friday Featured Edition. And I hope you enjoyed the message from one of our previous guests because it's really so impactful and you need to take a listen. We'll see you next time for our regularly scheduled episodes, but stay tuned for today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Share the Wealth Show. I'm your host, Nicole Pendergrass. And today I had the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Felicia Fro. Now, Felicia really dug in on how she was so scared doing her first real estate deal. And then even how she's still scared every time she's about to do a deal today, how the fear never goes away, but you have to move through and progress through your fear in order to get to the other side and to continue growing. She also talked about how being a doctor, when she realized that that wasn't the last thing that she wanted to do with her life. And she started on a journey from then 
trying to make her money work for her and also work for other people and giving back with a purpose. So Dr. Felicia Froh is an MD and the owner of Money with Mission. That's an investment company focused on empowering professional women to build wealth and achieve financial freedom through social impact investing. And as a real estate syndicator, Felicia has partnered with like-minded investors and has raised money for several social impact projects, including a residential assisted living facility in Kansas City, and also with her partners at Eco Alliance Group, providing healthy food in a food desert area by building a grocery store and the vertical integrated farms that can feed that grocery store. So you decrease that farm to table experience, because like she explained in the show, as soon as food gets picked from the vine or wherever it's picked from, it starts losing nutritional value. And if we have to source food from a far, a long way away, the food that gets to the grocery stores is not going to be optimized. So there's just so many things that your money can do for you and to help you move forward and to actually get a return on your investment at the same time as doing good. This conversation is not one to be missed. Dr. Furrow is also a licensed urological surgeon with over 20 years of experience, and she's written many best-selling books, including How to Create Wealth That Outlives You, which she is including for free for our listeners. So if you want that, you got to listen to the episode to get the URL or to get the email. You have to email to get that. I'm actually about to email it right now so I can get my copy. So don't email me looking for a copy. Email her. (laughs) You'll get it. But anyway, she is an advocate for sharing great work for others and doing in their community through her podcast, Money with a Mission. So tune into that because if you are interested in social impact investing, she has guests on a regular basis who are doing a multitude of different investing strategies and making a huge impact in society. So if you want to get connected with that, highly recommend her podcast as well. Getting to the point, let's get this show started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of the Share the Wealth Show. And today we have with us Dr. Felicia Fro. And I just read, you know, high level overview of your bio and what you've done. And I know you've had a long, extensive journey and a lot of experience. So from that journey, is there any one particular thing that was like that aha moment or that revelation that kind of made you transition to what you're doing today. Hi, Nicole. Thank you for that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even give you time to say hi. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just so excited to get started because I know this is going to be and great. I'm excited to be here with you and congratulations on everything you're getting done. I'm really, really excited to watch you progress and watch everything that you're doing. I'm super excited and looking forward to working with you a lot more. Thank you. So you said I've had this really long journey, which makes me sound old. Sorry. (laughs) I don't mean long. I mean, very enriched journey. I have had a journey. And as you said, I'm a physician, a urologist. Started that, you know, a long time ago. Been doing that for over 30 years. But it was about less than five years in when I realized that it wasn't the last thing I was ever going to do. And I can't say I knew why. I can't say I knew what I was going to do next. I just knew this wasn't the only thing. Like many people and like a lot of people who are listening to this, we learned and I learned from my parents, go to school, 
get a job, work there forever and get a high paying job. So you make a lot of money and just keep doing that until you retire. And then you can do whatever you want in life. Right. In, I don't know what year it was, but I was in Kansas city and I started working with this group of female physicians. We bought a building. So that was my first real estate thing to buy. That wasn't my own house. And I met a woman, a business owner who had started her own insurance company, an insurance company for truckers. And she introduced me to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Purple Book, which I know a lot of people read that book, but that book was the beginning of me realizing that money isn't what I thought money was, which is something you got, something you spent, something you used to buy things with, but it's a tool, there's assets, there's liabilities, just all the language that I never had learned anything about. And it was through reading those books, playing Cashflow 101 that is around the book that we started on the real estate journey and realized that passive income, not our daily grind income, income that comes when you're sleeping is the way we wanted to ultimately build our wealth. And I can't say we came to that conclusion all at one time. It's been a journey, just like you said, getting to where we are today. Yeah. So you said that rich dad, poor dad, that was the main thing that kind of changed your mind. But before that, you actually invested in this apartment building. You said it was an apartment building, right? No, it was a medical building. Oh, our practice. Yes. Oh, for your practice. Okay. Because I was going to ask what made you join this group of women to buy this building, but that makes sense because it had to do with the medical practice and you guys owning the building that you were going to have your business. Right. Out and of. it never went further than that in my mind. I didn't think anything about it more than owning a building that we worked in. The asset didn't click for me that it yeah. was a really good financial thing to do. It was just like, oh yeah, this building's available. It's fine. I don't know what I was thinking about at the time, but it wasn't <laughs> the way I think about things now. Yeah, I don't have yeah. that building anymore. And I wish we did, but I don't. Meeting those women was, I think, part of the journey that got me to where I am today. It was more about the women than the asset that we purchased. Yeah. What about the insurance agent who gave you the Rich Dad Poor Dad book? Like, how did you meet her? I met her through women physicians. There was three of us in that group that broke, or two of us in that group that broke off and went with Cheryl, worked, started working with Cheryl also. And we were mm-hmm. going to build a different type of, called it the Women's Life Center, a place for women to go to rejuvenate, refresh. We were a little bit ahead of our time. And so that never really took off, but in our meetings of getting that together, she and I just, we clicked and she introduced me to that book. We never even really talked about real estate she owned. I just knew about her business and we kind of lost touch over time. A lot of things happened, blah, blah, blah. She helped me a lot in my medical practice with what I was doing. It was actually a patient of mine who would come in, a relatively young woman who would come in, you know how people a lot of times can't come at certain times because they have a job, they have to go do their thing. She could come whatever whatever time we said she could come. I just asked her, well, Jamie, what do you do? And she said, I'm a real estate investor. And she was just like kind of off the cuff, a real estate investor. I was like, huh. And I already had read the book and I was already knew something. And so we spent probably half of that appointment and several of her next appointments talking about real estate investing. (laughs) Did you bill her for the full time? (laughs) I'm sure I did. (laughs) Sure I did. Listen, I know you've been digging in, studying everything you can, listening to all the podcasts, reading all the books, even going to meetups. You basically have a degree from YouTube University, right? But 
you still feel stuck. You don't know how to actually implement what you've learned. You're nervous about taking the next step. So I've decided to start the Microfamily Investing Accelerator. This is a mentorship program where I personally guide you through my five proprietary pillars so you can learn how to buy your first commercial multifamily property and scale while not biting off more than you can chew by focusing on five to 20 units. That's what I call microfamily. And so you can also get hands-on guidance from an experienced microfamily investor who's been right where you are. And so you can also create the cash flow needed to give you freedom and options to build the abundant life that you were destined to live. So I'll be limiting the first cohort because they'll have direct access to me and I will be heavily invested in their success. If you're ready to grab 2023 by the horns, schedule a free discovery call with me today. The link is in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. And then one day, you know, I was looking and we came across this property, my family and I came across this property and I called her and she went with me to look at it. And it was little house in this kind of up and coming area in Kansas city where we live and walk through it. And, you know, I'm scared, you know, it's your first one. You're scared. That fear is just there. It's like, oh my gosh, I could, when I tell you the details of this deal, you'll be like, why were you scared? But I was scared. So James <laughs> said to me, you know, if you don't buy this house, I'm going to buy it. If you buy it, you can use our crew to rehab it. If you buy it and you can't rent it and you're losing money, I'll buy it from you. I'm like, wow. okay, I guess I got nothing to lose. Now, here's the scary part was that it was a VA assumption and all I needed out of my pocket was 500 bucks to buy that house. You can assume a VA loan? Back in the day, you could. <laughs> oh, man. Back in the day, okay. 500 bucks. We needed the money to rehab and we needed all that. But for 500 bucks, I could own this house. So now that's like, why was I scared of that? But then I was afraid. It's like, what if it doesn't rent? What if all the things that you, you know? Yeah. So she kind of took the whole thing, all the fear away from it, away, the fear of it away, because she gave me my backstop. And so we were off and running. And with that, and having read the book and played the game, we thought we like, knew what the heck we were doing and <laughs> really like 18 properties and we're just rehabbing and renting and, you know, doing all the stuff. There we were, we were in. Nice. Well, you know, that's part of the journey is just jumping in and jumping through your fear and just going. And, and honestly, she kind of took your fear away because she gave you that backup, you know, that she was going to buy if things didn't work out. So that was you know, fantastic. Not everybody has that, but I want people to learn from our experiences here today and throughout this show to let you know that, you know, there are people out there who are willing to help you and guide you along the way with whatever journey you decide. And just the fear didn't go away. I just did it. And I trusted that she would be there. Now, of course, there was no guarantee she would be there. Right. But you do have to walk through that fear and trust that whatever happens, everything's going to be okay in the end. I think that's what I've learned over all this time is that figuring out money is and making money what it really is, which is an energy and not a thing. We put so much emotion to money when we realize that there's a bunch of it everywhere and we just got to figure out how to get it to us and then put it out into the world to help other people and get it back to us. It makes life a little easier. Yeah, I agree. So far, it hasn't gone away. Every time I'm about to do a deal, I get afraid. I'm afraid something's going to go wrong. I really am. Well, you know, that's honest and that's just how it works. The thing is, even with the fear, you still just have to move forward 
and you being able to conquer your fear and actually not conquer because you still deal with it. You just hold it and grasp it, embrace it and do the thing anyway. Otherwise you'll be paralyzed, paralyzed by fear. You won't get anything done. Don't get anything done being paralyzed by fear. hundred percent. Okay. So you now focus on multifamily or what other commercial assets? I know you're on the commercial side. It's not strictly commercial. It's more about social impact. Whatever real estate we can get into that's going to have an impact. So our most recent thing is grocery store Mm. in a food desert. So we opened a grocery store in a food desert, have an operator in the building. We don't run the grocery store. We own the real estate. And the other things I think about are affordable housing and making sure that whatever we're investing in, in our in money with mission and with our foundation is going to have a positive social impact. Food right now is huge. And there's so many places in the country and in the world where there's not enough food when there should, just shouldn't be. And there's not enough nutritious food in some places. The place where we put our grocery store hadn't had a grocery store in over 10 years. And the people of this part of town had an 11 year less life expectancy than people five miles away in the southern part of the town. So I live in Tulsa. So in North Tulsa, life expectancy 11 years less than people in South Tulsa. Lots of reasons. Health has got to be a big one, right? You can't get fresh food. You could get food at Quick Trip and you can buy. There's 14, 14 fast food restaurants in a two block area in my neighborhood. 14. Fortunately, our grocery stores in there too. So people can come to the grocery store and get some fresh produce. But we wonder why obesity and diabetes and all these things are so huge in the country and our population amongst Black people. You know, it's lack of the ability to get good nutritious food. I'm working with some other folks for getting the food, the supply chain shorter so that food is closer to where you are. And we don't have to get our food in the Midwest from California and Arizona and Florida, where they pick it or South America, wherever it's coming from, where they have to pick it before it's ready to be picked. And as soon as the food is picked, or as soon as the produce is off the vine, it starts losing nutritional value. So that Mm -hmm. by the time it gets to us, it's just food. It has some nutritional value, but not the nutritional value it should have. So we're working to get land where farmers are growing food closer to where it's going to be consumed. Okay. Wow. That's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. And the fact that you did the grocery store, now you're trying to source the actual food that's going into the grocery store. That's great. That's definitely well-rounded and a holistic view of the issue. Did I think about this when I first started? I mean, did I plan it? Not at all. Not at all. It was okay. Grocery store. And then I started meeting people who were really looking at it, people doing mobile grocery stores, trying to take the food to people, those kinds of things. And this kind of all is evolving as we go, which I think is the one thing that I've learned over time is that once you take that first step, no matter what it is, you may not end up at the goal you thought, but Mm. so many things are going to happen along your way that you get to where you're supposed to be. Bottom line is what I'm saying. Yeah, that is great. That's very true. Because the universe just opens up and people see what you're doing. And then people who are already like engulfed and entrenched in that field or that subject matter, you know, approach you for more opportunities. So you just never know. You just have to keep an open mind and be able to shift and pivot to where, you know, the opportunity 
comes and things will just end up being in, an al- in alignment. They do. For me, the building wealth part and leaving a legacy go together. And the legacy that I want is that I've made a big impact wherever we invested our money. And I'm very much about making money. Don't get me wrong. I think you should get a return. <laughs> you send your money out. It's, it, there is some, you want it to have a positive impact wherever it goes, but you also want your money to come back with some friends so that you can mm-hmm. have the life that you want. I like stuff as much as the next person. I really do. So I want my money to make friends. So we invest in things that make sense and are going to get us a return, plus have that social impact, plus have that positive impact. That's the more of the legacy part of it for me. And I know a lot of people think about that. They think about what, you know, it's great to make money, but what's it doing? This is fantastic because I think this is giving people a different viewpoint on building wealth with a positive purpose behind that. Can you tell us a little bit more about Money with Mission and how, when that started, what was the impetus for that to start and what you've been doing under that brand so far? So Money with Mission was a journey also. It's like everything we've done comes from something else, right? So I started at something else. I started doing multifamily. I started doing single family houses, all those kinds of things. So Money with Mission was born after I realized that multifamily and doing that investing, while it brought returns, it was just not filling to me. Kind of like urology. It made money. I was doing good. It just didn't fill me. Mm -hmm. And I went to a course about learning about assisted living and making returns by building these really nice assisted living homes and giving elderly someplace to live and a more communal experience and not the big institutional type experience while they were there. And that was when Money with Mission essentially was born, that being able to invest with a mission, with being able to make somebody's life a lot better. First investment with Money with Mission was an assisted living home that we do have in Shawnee, Kansas right now. Okay. Uh, You know, and I've actually looked at assisted living facilities because of that same reason, just I thought it was a great way to give back and create a space that is just better than some of the bigger, you know, senior living facilities that are out there, especially when you do the model that I saw was, you know, you just outfit a larger single family home with a lot of rooms, maybe one level, make sure it's very accessible, but then it feels like a home and not like a big kind of institution. Do you still practice now or you're full-time real estate? Full-time real estate, part-time medicine. You still work part-time. I do. Very, very part-time, but you know, keep my foot in there a little bit, helping out the practice that I left. So I left a practice that has been shorthanded forever and I really care about them. So I go back and help here and there. Actually, I'm doing it telemedicine wise now. So yeah, intermittently, just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Now, I guess the next question really is the listeners, they just, they haven't been exposed to maybe this type of thought process when it comes to making money is not just for making money. Like you can grow it, you can invest it and still get something back from that, but do good and make sure your money is actually making impact, right? How would you suggest someone to even get started? Like where should they look for these type of social impact initiatives? How do they know that something is going to be a good investment as well? You know, like what's does somebody do to even get started with this? First of all, I think that people need to invest their money 
in alignment with their values? What do you want to get out of this life? What's important to you? And if making money is important to you and that is it, that's fine. Go do that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I've got nothing judgmental about that at all. If that's what you want, do it. If you think about making money and it kind of makes you nervous and gets you like, but that's so greedy. There's something behind that. We all have our money talk. What is about money that is negative in our brains? We all have something. And so for many of us, it's that I can't make money that doesn't do something for anybody. It's dirty to just make money. So getting around that mindset is important. And one way you might be able to easier is to think about how your money can help somebody else. So yes, my money needs to help me, but I also need my money to help somebody else. So well, there's a lot of different places to go. Everything doesn't have to be about real estate. There are people who have stock funds that are really well investigated to make sure that they are having a sustainable, positive social impact in the stock funds. I have a podcast too, Nicole, I'm sorry, we were going to talk about that later, but my podcast coming up, who has such a fund. So I think real estate is one of the best things to invest in for a lot of reasons. Tax-wise, there's just a lot of reasons around real estate, but sometimes it's kind of scary to think about, I got to put out $50,000, $100,000. I'm like, oh my God, that's kind of scary. It really is. So, I mean, I think at minimum 10 for most things, 10,000. And sometimes you can get into a crowd fund for less, but those kinds of, when you really take those little baby steps, you don't see the return as much. So sometimes you got to dive into the deep end, make it a stretch. If $5,000 is comfortable, go 10. If 10 is comfortable, go 15, stretch yourself just a little bit so that you can see the difference. And then you just go like Money With Mission has projects everywhere. Like I said, if you listen to the podcast, there are different people doing a lot of different things that are having a positive social impact that are good people. So one of the biggest things is vetting who you're investing with which is the scariest part, because I'm going to tell you, I've invested with some folks that turned out not to be the best idea. Just wasn't good. Transparency is key. So if you ask people a question and we know how to talk to people, you talk to somebody, don't get scared because they're talking numbers. Don't get scared because they're talking things you don't really understand. That's okay. They should be able to make you understand it. This is one of my biggest things about medicine. When you go to the doctor, the doctor should be able to make you understand, help you understand what they're talking about. It's not rocket science. You can understand it. <laughs> they're not trying to help you understand it. I wouldn't go there. I would hmm. just go to the next one. That needs to be a very, very transparent. And they should have all the time in the world to explain to you what this deal is, how this thing works. And if you decide not to invest in that, but come back later and say, hey, how'd that go? Tell me more, explain more, and just get to know that person before you give them your money, especially before you give money outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with all of that advice. That is spot on. You definitely need to vet who you're going to potentially give a good chunk of money to. You want to make sure, especially when you're looking, I mean, even if you're not looking for it to be a social impact initiative especially when you're looking for it to be that because, you know, you're trying to give your money to make a difference. And then use somebody like Bernie Madoff to you, you know, like it's hard and it's scary, but scare money don't make money. (laughs) Scared money sits in the bank and goes down in value. Guys, you got to get your money out there. Oh man. Especially with inflation now, let's not even talk about that, but okay. So 
we talked about what you do, kind of how you got to where you are now, why you decided to focus on social initiative impacts. And that is part of your legacy. But I believe you have children or other relatives that you could potentially leave something to in the future. Is there anything that you have in place as a vehicle or what if your family or your children don't want to be involved in the money with mission or other initiatives that you specifically are involved with now? How do you make sure that that gets passed on to the next generation? That's a great question, Nicole. So they don't have a choice. They have to. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Through all the years of getting ready to invest and investing, we have all of our investments are in entities, number one. So we protect ourselves from liabilities by doing that. We also have a trust so that things all feed into the trust so that once I'm gone, the girls will have, I have two daughters. They are 27 and 30. Oh my gosh. They've learned a lot. They started actually playing cash flow 101 when they were in the third and the fifth grades. So they mm-hmm. know a lot about how money works and they've gotten their own account set up. One of them being a whole life insurance policy that's got an, a rider attached to it that allows them to be able to borrow from that. You can learn about it and just called Just Be the Bank. Look that up and you'll understand more about this. It's a little hard to explain, but both of the girls have that kind of money where they can actually borrow from themselves and pay themselves back. So they are looking to buy a depreciating asset. So like a car, a car Mm -hmm. is not an asset. A car is a thing that goes down in value, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have to buy it from and have a loan out to somebody paying somebody else money. They can borrow it from themselves and pay themselves back with interest. So that way they're making money that for themselves, they are the bank for that project. Yeah. So that's one thing we've learned. We have the trust that's going to be for them. They are very money conscious. And by that, I mean, they're not frivolous. This is just the way we learn. We play cash flow 101. We talk about money, which is key. We didn't keep it a secret. They know when things went bad with a real estate deal, we talk it through what happened, how are we going to fix it? All these different things so that they're not afraid to make a mistake, number one. And they know that mistakes are fixable. That's actually the bigger legacy I want for them to understand is that you can make a mistake. Mistakes are fixable. You don't die from a mistake unless, yes, you can die from a mistake. But a money, <laughs> yeah. From. And I mean, you feel bad. I mean, it feels really bad, you guys. You know, when you make a mistake with your money, it feels bad, but it's not the end of the world. You get up and you figure out what the heck happened and you keep going forward. That's the bigger legacy I want for my girls to have is that. Money is a tool. You use it for what you use it for. You make mistakes with it. You come back from it. You just keep going. That's great. And I think that's what it is. It's really about the education and the mindset around it, because if they're not educated on it and they don't have that understanding of money, then no matter how much you leave them, they're going to squander it. Right. One thing we, my parents never talked to me about money. We didn't talk about it. It's not just like, you don't talk about money. That's not a subject that you bring up. Yeah. I think we have to change that mentality. We talk about yeah. money, like we talk about everything else. Let's talk yeah. about it. Wait, wait, don't go yet. Have you been looking for a way to get started in real estate investing, but you just don't know how? You need the Launchpad. It's brought to you by my company, Norvest Holdings. And the Launchpad is a free guide with a ton of resources I've compiled to help you invest into your first real estate syndication. It includes terminology, book resources, video explanations, 
all the information that you need. Don't know what a syndication is? I got you covered. How to find a good operator. How to even tell if a deal is good or not without having to know how to underwrite it all. It's all in there. The Launchpad is designed to help launch you into the next stage of your investing career and get you invested into your first multifamily syndication as a passive investor, meaning you can be a landlord and own a piece of a large apartment building, but still go about your day-to-day life without having to stop and learn every single detail about what's under the hood and how it all works. The link to the guide is in the show notes. Make sure you sign up today. Again, this is a free resource and guide. And if you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to me. Now let's finish up the show. Okay, wow. This conversation has been so good. I know that people have taken something to think about and something to chew on from what we've been discussing. So now I'm going to ask you the last couple questions. These are questions I ask every guest. So Warren Buffett said, diversification is a protection against ignorance. I mean, I take that to mean that people basically diversify because they don't know what they're doing. but What's your take on that? I agree that if you don't know any one thing really well, then you should do a whole bunch of different things. And then with the ones that don't do well, you're okay because you can protect yourself against the ones that do. But if you know something really well, or you want to spend time to learn something really well, then put your eggs in that basket. I think he said this, put your eggs in one basket and protect that basket and watch that basket because you got your baskets all across the house chickens not chickens are gonna get their eggs. <laughs> I know what you meant wolves are gonna get those eggs so like you know like half your eggs are gonna be gone because you couldn't watch them all and the other thing is that you know you get your financial advisor who tells you to diversify and you diversified and you diversified and all stop so you're not really diversified you have one asset class stocks maybe bonds but it's all paper If you want to diversify and have some stocks over here, some real estate over there, some, you know, different things that people invest in, gold, silver, all those kinds of things, that's a bit of more diversification. But to be diversified in one class, I don't know. Agree. Everything you said, I agree. Okay, last question. In Monopoly, you play cash flow. I know you play Monopoly. So Boardwalk or Baltic Ave, why? It depends on where I am in life. I'm building my portfolio. I'm probably going to go Baltic because if I've built my portfolio and I'm ready to, you know, enjoy the fruits of my labors, I'm going boardwalk because I'm going to live there. Nice. I like that. The first two, two answer one made sense. Okay. I love that. Okay. So let's wrap up. I love the conversation. Can you tell people how to get in touch with you if they want to reach out and learn more about Money with Mission? Absolutely. So we have the website, moneywithmission.com. We're on social, Instagram, Facebook. And I have a gift for your audience, for your listeners. Ooh. I have an ebook, How to Build Wealth That Outlives You. And you can email me at money at wealth at moneywithmission.com to get that. I spent some time on that, writing that ebook and I'm pretty proud of it. So I'd be happy and excited to share it and get your feedback on it. Oh, that's great. Actually, I'm going to email wealth at moneywithmission.com because I want to read it too. <laughs> but thank you so much, Felicia, for joining us, Dr. Felicia Pro, And everyone, thank you again for tuning in tonight. Good night. Thank you, Nicole. 
Did you love this episode of Share the Wealth Show? Be sure to connect with Nicole by following her on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. If you picked up any of the gems that were dropped by today's guest, make sure you not only put them in your bag, but if you know of someone who would benefit from this information, don't keep it to yourself. Share the wealth and make sure to leave us a rating and review. We'll see you for next week's episode. Subscribe so you'll be notified. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.